Good evening. Welcome to Black Republican, Black Democrat. I'm your co-host and homeboy, Jamar Nelson. And I'm Patwin Lawrence. Welcome this week. Welcome. It is March the 10th. Yes. Saturday, March the 10th. Time goes forward. Time goes yes. forward today, so you yes. spring ahead. Spring ahead. Spring ahead tonight. An hour. Yes, and so it's a pretty good uh, uh, temperature-wise here today. What did it get to, like, 45, I think, to something like the 41? No, I don't know. Was I thought it, I thought it, thought it was, like, like 40. 40? Okay, yeah. well... If, if it feels better than 20 below. It does, absolutely. <laughs> and so if you're someplace else in some part of the country that's uh, much hotter than we are, bah to you, okay? Don't be hating on the other places. Well, you know, we're here. We're stuck here. So, man, Patwin, welcome to the show. Yeah, welcome. You know, Patwin, I know we usually talk about uh, uh, the current events and yeah. the news. Uh, but if you don't mind, I want to discuss something that happened to me about an hour ago. Yeah. Um, I was at the mall. I went to uh, get my children, uh, my daughter specifically, and her, her and her friends. And uh, uh, let's look. The situation happened with my daughter at the mall. Let me, first of all, let me get this number away. 651-989-5855. 651-989-5855. is that phone name number. Uh, so my daughter and her friend were at the mall. And so my daughter and her friends, uh, two of her other friends, went into a department store uh, the young lady picked up two sto- uh, picked up two shirts. She thought they were buy one get one free or half off uh, to that effect. And so the display was by the door. So after she had paid for the one st- uh, shirt, she went to return the other shirt. Um, and so my daughter, then all of a sudden she walked out of the store before the young lady paid for it. And all of a sudden my daughter sees this uh, man speaking to her friend. So she goes up and asks, us "What's going on?" Mm-hmm. And the man uh, started alleging that her friend was stealing, had stolen the two shirts. And uh, not only did she have the receipt for the st- the shirt, but uh, um, my daughter then said, no, she, we have money. She's not stealing. So the man proceeded to tell my daughter and her friend that she uh, he needed to uh, search her. She's 12 years old. Mm-hmm. He wanted to. Take her in the back. He told my mm. daughter and her friend to stand right here so I can take her in the back and search her. Wow. Yes. Uh, how absurd is that? Uh, so, okay. Then my daughter uh, then tells him that he can't do that. That's, you know, you, you can't do her like that, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so then she calls my wife and I because I, he threatened to call the police on her. So my wife and I get there because we're already going to pick her up because I think you can only, minors can only be there till like four o'clock or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, we get there, I retrieve my daughter and her friend and uh, make sure everything was okay. You know, the young lady seemed okay. And uh, I put her, I then put her and her friend on the train, which is how all of them I got there. Mm-hmm. And we left. Mm-hmm. So my son and, and my daughter and I went back into the mall. Mm-hmm. And the cops, uh, well, the security spotted my daughter and, you know, went towards her. I knew what he was going to do. I knew he was going to ask for ID because you have to be gone by a certain time. So mm-hmm. I then... Told my daughter to stop, and my son stopped, he stopped in front of me, and I told the cop, my motion to the cop, that these two were with me. And he said, well, I want to see their ID. I said, well, there are students, and they're my kids. They don't have ID. He said, no, I want to see your ID. Mm. I said, my ID? Why do they want to see my ID? I said, are you looking at this gray in my chin? <laughs> do you am I, do I not look like I'm supposed to be here after 4 o'clock? He said, well, I want to see your ID to make sure that they're your kids. I said, huh? What do you mean? They're, how are you going to identify them by my identification? And I don't have their birth certificates on me. He said, I want to mm-hmm. see your ID. So I proceeded to give him my ID. My daughter and my son now, uh, right soon I give my ID to the one of the other two uh, security guys who had walked up. My son started identifying me right away. 
Jamar Bernard Nelson. Blam, 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 blam. Mm -hmm. So this guy, he takes, he looks at my ID and starts quizzing my children. What's oh, his wow. name? What's his last name? What's his address? Where does he live? What's the street address? What's the zip code? So I got mm. so upset. Like, are you serious? Are you kidding me? You're sitting here quizzing my kids um, about my identification, and I just told you they're with me. That normally doesn't happen. And first of all, what if we didn't share the same last name? Mm -hmm. What if we didn't share the same household? Yep. So then what? I just told you they're my children. Why would you go any further? So I then, of course, did tell him that he was acting like an effing idiot. Because to me, that was idiotic for you mm -hmm. to have uh, did this to my children, to me, yep. and, and harassment. Yeah. And, and so took my ID, told my children to walk on, and then when another cop over, a lady cop walked around, I said, what did you say to him? And I turned and said to her, I said, ma'am, I told him that he was acting like an effing idiot. You can't talk to him like that. I said, ma'am. I'm a grown damn man, and I talk to him the way I want to. I said he can't; he has no business harassing me mm -hmm. and just disrespecting me the way he did in front of my children. Yeah. Oh, he can't do what he all he was doing identifying. Yeah, I said, ma'am, I gave him my identification. Mm -hmm. That should have been good enough. That's what, right. He, my kids don't walk around with ID, uh, when, especially when they're a certain age. I yeah. mean, let me say that when they're minor, minor. If they're, yeah. you know, what ten, eighteen, I don't think you need an ID till you get what I don't know, sixteen, eighteen. I don't remember when I got my ID, right? So I think how disrespected I feel about that harassment there at the moment. The rent of cops. Yes, it was just utterly disrespectful mm -hmm. and despicable. I, I put it on Facebook Live, um, and I, I ended up taking it down because I had to think about it. But you know what? I'm going to put it back up. Mm -hmm. I don't mind you seeing how raw and real my emotion was because I was, they, some must say I was acting a fool. No, I was acting a fool, protecting my kids, and 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 standing up for my rights. That's right. Because you're harassing me. We were leaving anyway, so for you mm -hmm. to tell us to get out, you're trespassing, and then not put the trespassing in writing to tell us, I I can verbally tell you that you're trespassing, ma'am. You have to put that in writing. You you that's why they normally cops and everything give you tickets mm -hmm. when you're on the the, mm -hmm. the the bus or at the mall. They give you a ticket. Mm -hmm. To tell you that you can't return for 24 hours or 72 hours or 33 whatever. months yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So I, I felt so utterly disrespected, man. And so I will put the video back up because I think that I'm I'm not ashamed of how raw and real my emotion was. Mm -hmm. My kids felt disrespected. Um, you'll see how raw the, the emotion was for my son, mm -hmm. for my wife, for my daughter. Just to experience mm -hmm. this, man. You know, um, and I'm not, you know, I'm not one of those uh, uh, folks that call cry roof about everything yeah. but well, i feel yeah, this i want to say because yeah i hear from you know a lot of different african americans about the experiences that they have at mall of america and you know and the lack of uh, uh respect that they have for you know people of color that come through um the mall irregardless of whether uh i shouldn't use that word but <laughs> regardless of <laughs> um with your roots. yeah regardless uh whether you uh or other people have you know done bad things at the at the mall fighting and, and all of that but they should still you know you're coming there to pay money it's a you know it's a temple of capitalism you know mall of america so they should be respectful of people that come there no matter who they are because they're there to spend money and so if they're mistreating and, and you know abusing people that needs to be called out and so i i think you know i i think you should probably report them oh i absolutely uh, you know and oh, absolutely. you know because it, we can't just say uh you know just let it go we just can't no you're right and, and, let's and let's yeah. quickly before the break get a phone call in from ron ron thanks for calling man how you doing 
I'm doing good. How are you doing? Good, bro. Hi. I was just telling uh, the guy on the phone at the other end, but I was just saying, you know, I won't go to the mall with my kids because they drive me crazy when I take them to the grocery store. So I'm definitely <laughs> not taking them to the mall. <laughs> but uh, that being said, I was just letting them know, you know, I, like when I go on flights and stuff like that, uh, the people at the counter just say, what's your ID? Let me see your ID. Here's my ID. Is this your kid? Yep, that's my kid. What's his name? I tell him his name. Boom, I'm done. Right. Right. And it, that's it. They don't ask for anything else. They're not going. They're not asking the kid, "Well, fifty thousand questions about daddy or anything like that." Yeah, there was other. Mm -hmm. Exactly, Ron. You're making my point, man. And I again, I appreciate your call, man. And keep listening. Thanks for listening to us, man. Uh, mm -hmm. I think I think that it was extremely silly, man. You know, mm -hmm. to quiz my kid. It 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 incinged me. It enraged me. So we should get on an attorney that can, you know, inform us on, you know, kind of our rights, like when we go to places like the mall, when we're driving, when we come uh, around, you know, police officers, law enforcement, um, rent-a-cops, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> what, we should, with you. what we should, you know, how we should handle those situations, because I think being empowered with that knowledge um, will help us in those situations. Absolutely. So something we, negative really happening. For sure, because we, that can't that can happen. That can't yeah. happen. And, I, and, and I'm not going to say what other families I've seen that they didn't ask, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I'm just concerned about what happened to me and my family that was disrespectful. Yeah. It yeah. was harassment, and I absolutely Monday morning will be calling to make a formal complaint because you, you, you can't do that, man. Mm -hmm. You just simply mm -hmm. can't do that. So I'm sorry we got into this tension because we oh, had no, a great no. guest this yeah, week we talking about lineage and heritage DNA. and yep. DNA. Uh, as as uh, Madea would say, Dana. <laughs> DNA Shannon Christmas So on the other side of the break You know what We've been gone so long I don't even know what time We take breaks anymore You know <laughs> our manager, He want. had to whisper in my ear So on the other side of the break We got Shannon Christmas On this Black Republican Black Democrat On Twin Cities News Talk On Yaha Radio You see, you don't know nothing about this. You don't know. <laughs> Welcome back. This is Black Republican and Black Democrat on Twin Cities News Talking Y'all High Radio. I'm your co-host and, co and homeboy, Jamar Nelson. And I'm Patwin Lawrence. Welcome back. You know, we've been off. We in hiatus. Yeah, it feels so good to be like really live. Yeah. Honest, you know? uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I got to make sure. shows. Exactly. So I got to make sure because yeah. you can't just mess up and then go back. Yeah. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, this is like we're live. We're and live. considering last week's show where we didn't have the music and all, it came together. I listened to it. This Did it? Which people should do. They I'm should ashamed. download, you know, our podcast and listen. But it was really nice. And it's a kudos to Stan, you know, our producer, who he put it together really nice. Yes. You really wouldn't know. That you know, we were just talking and leaving pauses where music would go and for breaks and yeah, yeah. The, the 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 brains of technology. I'm telling you, and the man with all the plans, Stan. Yes. Um, before we can we take one more call before we take Shannon? If sure. You okay, let's sure. take one more call from uh, Matt. Matt, how you? Matt, how you doing? Oh, oh, maybe we lost Matt. All right, Matt. Let's That's take. Matt's uh, gone. Guess Shannon Christmas. How are you, man? All right, how are you? I'm great, thank you. Yes, well, Shannon, great to have you on. So, yeah, so I'm finally glad we were able to do this. We were supposed to do this show last month, and, um, you know, with all the preempted uh, shows that we have, we were finally able to get you rescheduled, and with your busy schedule and, and all of what you do. So why don't you tell us, um, Shannon, a little bit of, about you, kind of your background biography, and then kind of get into, you know, what is DNA? 
certainly. Well, I got into the uh, genealogy, genetic genealogy world several years ago, uh, specifically looking at my own family and uh, just sort of snowballed from there as I got into autosomal DNA genealogy uh, or what we call the genetic genealogy craze uh, back in 2009-2010. And since then, have worked with a number of clients, uh, served as a uh, 23andMe Ancestry Ambassador, uh, and uh, worked with a number of individuals who are looking to change the landscape of genetic testing. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. Now, I have, I don't think, Jamar, have you done your testing yet? Okay. I've thought about it. You've thought about it. I've thought about, about it. it. Okay. I know I'm black. <laughs> I don't need it. it. We're going to get in a little bit of that. But, yeah, I've done my DNA. Actually, I first did it back. I did my Y line. That's my paternal line back in 2004. I did my um, mitochondrial um, back in, like, 2011. And then around the same time did my autosomal as well. So I've done all three of the uh, major tests. And, you know, I think it's really important, especially for African Americans, to kind of know um, our lineage and our history and kind of know where we come from because that's one of the things, you know, in our community where we feel like we don't know, we're unaware. Um, so, uh, you know, I think it's good to have this DNA testing where we can um, uh, find those things out. So, Shannon, could you, could you speak to, um, you know, some people are concerned. Like, I've had a hard time getting relatives to actually test. Um, like, I, my parents won't do it some of my close cousins and the people that I really need to test to be able to then parse how my other matches are related to me. Um, and they're just concerned. They're concerned, you know, the government might, you know, <laughs> get my information. They might do something with it. Um, all sorts of things. So are there any negative aspects in terms of like privacy or negative things that our DNA um, could be used for? Many people raise that question, that issue, uh, Much of what I have heard uh, is largely works of science fiction. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, There are many who claim that uh, they have concerns that some insurance company will uh, have access to the DNA databases and use the information there to blacklist them or anyone that they find is undesirable or risky uh, as a client. Uh, there are others who are concerned that law enforcement seeks to break into the databases and frame uh, individuals for specific crimes, etc. Uh, much of that I consider to be hysteria. Uh, many of the companies, however, uh, they take that hysteria to heart and go overboard in some cases to ensure that the information contained in their databases is indeed secure from any sort of hacking or uh, any sort of disruption. Uh, We do live in a world where hacking is, well, a fact of life, and I am sure that there are people who do this sort of thing for fun, Mm -hmm. just to create panic. Mm -hmm. Uh, But one really has to think about what can be done with genetic data that has been anonymized in these databases. Uh, If you can't connect 
the DNA data to specific individuals, mm-hmm. then there's really no harm that can be done okay. uh, to anyone. So, again, there are just too many safeguards in place at this point. And if they for, get your raw data, they can't do anything with it? For the most part. Okay. They cannot do anything with raw DNA data or can't do anything to any specific individual if you can't identify the individual whose raw DNA data it is. Mm-hmm. So, Shannon, I, I, this is, you know, it, it, especially to a layman like myself that doesn't understand this at all. Um, when one gets tested, how should testers understand their results because i mean uh you were just speaking to it i think a little bit of it uh does it come across as fraudulent or especially if i don't know my heritage much about it how do i understand my results the dna test results that we're talking about uh specifically what we call autosomal dna test results they involve information that is contained on chromosomes 1 through 22 and the X chromosome. Uh, So this is DNA that everyone has, uh, and it reflects genes, information that's been passed down from one generation to the next on all of one's family lines. It is often placed into a visualization or a visual where you can see which uh, population groups you most closely match in a DNA database. And those population groups are often defined by geography. So starting with continents, Europe, Africa, Asia, uh, the Americas, and then taking a deeper dive into specific regions within those continents. Uh, That's how it's done with autosomal DNA. Uh, There's also Y-chromosome DNA, which is passed down from father to son each Mm -hmm. generation, and only males can take that test. Mm -hmm. Those types of results generally reflect what we call a genetic signature that's associated with your specific male line, so your father's 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 father. And that, too, is often associated with a specific continent Mm -hmm. and, in some cases, specific regions within uh, those continents. Mm -hmm. Uh, On the other hand, we also have what we call mitochondrial DNA, which is passed down from mother to child each generation and reflects one's mother's 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 side and that too is a genetic signature passed down from one specific female line and it too is connected with a specific continent and specific regions within a continent so when so are we saying too that um, when you think about uh, most black folks being connected to mother earth africa <clears throat> excuse me mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I mean, is it, is it, uh, silly to assume that every black person's lineage starts right there in Africa? I mean, cause as a child, that's what I've been told. So, 
How far-fetched is that? I mean, most black folks have their roots there. I mean, that's where our ancestors came from. So uh, can you elaborate on that real quick? Certainly. So the DNA tests also include what we call uh, DNA relatives. So these are individuals in the DNA databases who share DNA with you because they share a common ancestor with you. And if you take a look, that's those DNA relatives, you will see many that are clearly from the United States within uh, a genealogical time frame. Mm -hmm. And then you will also see matches who come from other parts of the world. Mm -hmm. And many African Americans now are seeing DNA matches who come from Africa. Mm -hmm. uh, now, every human being uh, comes from a person or group of people that were based in Africa thousands of years ago that later spread out onto other continents. Uh, and what many people of African descent are now seeing are these African DNA matches that reflect their ancestry in Africa within a much shorter time frame. So the last couple of hundreds of years. Uh, so in other words, these matches reflect the family that was left behind in Africa mm -hmm. when someone was either taken or decided to migrate from Africa to what we now call the New World. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, uh, so quick question. Um, so how should we understand um, the differences between the different companies, like the results? Uh, for instance, like there's Ancestry DNA, there's 23andMe, there's Family Tree, there's MyHeritage, there's, you know, a number of others. Um, but when you take the test or share your raw data with them and then they do the test for you, um, they all look a little different or some, you know, they vary. So, um what are we to believe who's correct, or uh, why are there differences? There are differences among uh, the results that are returned from each company, and that is because they use different methodologies for processing your data in terms of uh, the admixture results or the percentages, as we call them sometimes. Uh, there's also a difference between uh, one company and another company when it comes to what we call reference samples. Mm -hmm. So these are the populations that they are comparing any given tester to when they submit a DNA sample for testing. So those factors go into the output that you get from any given company, and those factors vary mm -hmm. from one company to the next. And so you will see differences. You will see less difference when looking at the continental mm -hmm. results, so the percentage of African versus mm -hmm. European versus That's correct. Uh, Asian, Native American. Those typically are very similar. It's when you get into parsing the DNA data into specific regions or countries 
that's things become much more challenging. Okay, well, let's hold it right there because we've got to go to break, but then we're going to talk about what is that mixture for um, African Americans. Mm -hmm. So this is the Black Republican, uh, Black Democrat show on Twin Mm -hmm. Cities News Talk, TwinCitiesNewsTalk.com. You know who this is? Of course, it's Janet Jackson. Ah, watch out, Pat. Welcome back. Welcome back, Democrat. I'm your host at home, Boyd Jamar Nelson. And I'm Patwin Lawrence. And Patwin finally can identify a song around here. I know. This is Janet. This is new. All <laughs> well, her songs kind of sound the same. They, you know, she, 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 right. Not you know, she, them. No. I mean, but I mean, she's that, you, that voice is like instantaneously recognizable, right? Yeah. No, yeah. no doubt about it. Yeah. So we're back. Um, Black Republican, like Democrat, we have Shannon Christmas as our guest this week. We're talking about uh, lineage and 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 as uh, Madea would say, Dana. <laughs> so let's bring our caller back on. Uh, thanks for joining us this week, Shannon. Oh well, thank you ever so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely, it's our, our pleasure. Say, look, as I said, you know, Madea. I don't know if you ever watch um, uh, Tyler Perry's Madea's plays and movies. Do you, you know who he is? I am not familiar oh uh, with those uh, movies. Oh. I, well, I'm familiar that they exist, but I've never watched them. Oh, okay. Well, you know, okay. Google it tonight when you... <laughs> but, uh, so then you won't get the joke. Okay, so on to the question then. Okay. <laughs> um, now, I think, I think it's important to... Again, I'm trying to understand this, and this is why Pat, Pat when brought you on. You know, who are we? What is the typical DNA composition of an African-American, you know... What's the story? What is Dana DNA? What does it tell? <laughs> well, that's an interesting question. Uh, a few years ago, 23andMe did a study looking at uh, the ancestral composition of the United States, of the various populations that are residing here and who have tested with their company and they discovered <laughs> that African Americans uh, tend to have uh, an ancestry composition that sounds or looks like 73.2% African 24% European and 0.8% Native American and there's a lot of variation there that's a low native so that's going to upset a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> well, they found that about uh, the highest level of African ancestry was found among African Americans residing in the American South, mm-hmm. specifically in Georgia and South Carolina. And I have uh, encountered individuals who are African-American, or at least that's how they self-identify, and their ancestry is from Georgia and South Carolina, specifically the Low Country mm-hmm. and the Sea Islands, and they do get results with some of the companies that reflect 100% African ancestry. All right. Uh, so, so I, I think uh, something else that I've been curious to ask you, too, now, when 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 uh, a black person mixes with uh, a white person and it's biracial, now obviously we've heard about how uh, the slave owners would uh, have sex with mm-hmm. the, their, their their slaves. Um, so, uh, bi bira- biracial heritage does that too 
trace back as as old as African lineage? Uh, well, yes, yes. Uh, there has been a great deal of uh, interracial interracial uh, mixing, as you would put it, uh, and that is reflected in the DNA. Uh, I think that that's been happening in a variety of different contexts, not simply slave-slave-master uh, relationships, but mm-hmm. also uh, relationships that involve African-American men and European-American women mm-hmm. uh, as early as the colonial days. Mm-hmm. And that, too, has been reflected mm-hmm. uh, in the DNA test results of many African-Americans today. Wanda Sykes uh, is a good example of that. Uh, Wanda Sykes, the comedian. What do you mean? Uh, well, her line, she actually has the, and Shannon, you could probably help me better clarify it, but I guess in terms of African-Americans, she has a very unique um, family tree because they were able to trace her all the way back to Virginia to, I think, like the 1650s, and her maternal line is actually a uh, European line. Uh-oh. Like it was, a, I think, an Irish or English woman and an uh, African um, enslaved person, and then that they got together, and then she's a descendant. So that, that, and that was very common in Virginia because it, whites were in. Uh, well, they don't say enslaved, but they were indentured servants. Isn't that uh, Shannon? Isn't exactly? Isn't that where a lot of fair-skinned black folks come from? Is or I, I don't. Yeah. I don't want to say isn't that. Is that a result of where fair-skinned black folks come from? Is that interracial mixing way back then? I don't mean sound dumb, but you know. Some of that, yes, yes. Uh, the Wanda Sykes uh, episode of Finding Your Roots revealed that she was the descendant of a woman by the name of Elizabeth Banks, uh, who had children with an African American man. And this is a white lady. One of those mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was very uh, common back then. Okay. And we found similar information when I did the. Uh, DNA test results uh, for Governor Doug Wilder of Virginia. Really? Uh, That's the first black governor of Virginia, Virginia. by the Mm -hmm. way, uh, people. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. He's a light-skinned black man. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He, too, has a uh, a lineage, a Mm -hmm. maternal mitochondrial DNA lineage Mm -hmm. that goes back to a woman whose ancestry apparently uh, was Finnish. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he comes from a long line of free people. Mm-hmm. Free people, yeah. Wow. A European-American mm-hmm. woman who apparently had children with an African-American man. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Same as Wanda Sykes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there were entire communities yeah. of free people of color who came from these types of relationships mm-hmm. uh, and also came from relationships that are probably a bit more well-known where you have enslaved women who are having children with their slaveholder and the slaveholder then frees Mm -hmm. the children or the descendants and they become a part of a growing community of free people of color. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that does in fact contribute to uh, some of the populations that we see today in America mm-hmm. that uh, have fair skin 
or very European features. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we also have to keep in mind that fair skin is not something that is restricted to Europeans. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are many different skin tones and Mm -hmm. modes of melanation, if you will, in Mm -hmm. continental Africa. That's right. Like the Ebos, for instance. In the exactly. Sand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, uh, one's phenotype can mean a lot of different things, and you just have to keep an open mind because the world is a very large, expansive place, and many things have taken place, and mm-hmm. you just have to understand that. It's not all one way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's good, the points that you're bringing out, because we're always given this one narrative, the roots narrative, which, you know, I like roots. That was good. That's actually why I got started doing my family history as a kid and got, you know, into genealogy. Um, it was because of roots and because of a lot of the family stories that I heard, because, you know, I had, you know, part of my ancestry does come from free people in South Carolina. That was a big population of them there. Um but, you know, with my branch, they intermarried with darker skinned people that were enslaved, that were, you know, artisans on plantations. And so then you come down to me, whereas I have cousins who, if you were to see them now, you would think they're white. Yeah, but they know, are black, but they have black ancestry and we, we share DNA like you would see them now and it would show we're like third cousins. But you would look at that person. You're like, that's a white person. You know you where know? you and me would have been if we'd have been slaves. So we would have been outside. Right. We, oh, yeah. We would have yeah. been oh, in the house. Oh, yeah. And I'm proud we, of that. Yes. We would have been. Yeah. We would have not been in the house. <laughs> so, you know, we, we've got uh, actually I'll save my question cause I, for the other side of the break, Shannon, because we've got uh, only a minute here. To, so I don't want to. Uh, rob you of any time here so i'll save my one question for the uh, on the other side of the break this is black republican black democrat on your iHeartRadio radio and twin cities news talk and twin cities news welcome back black republican black democrat twin cities news talk and your iHeartRadio. radio pap can you identify these people Actually, I don't know who this is. <laughs> Can you identify these, this group? You know what? I didn't, I didn't even hear them. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Four Tops. Still Waters, man. So this is a great song to have for our guest, Shannon, because, you know, Still Waters run deep, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and I think that uh, uh, a part of um, our heritage, we're, I've always been told, I always thought that I had... Uh, some Native American blood in me, and mm-hmm. and so did my uh, my ancestors and things of that nature. So, mm-hmm. uh, Shannon, I'd like to know, you know, are we Native Americans? Or are we Hebrews? According to these DNA results, and then my I, I'll ask two questions here. That was my first one, and then my second one, and I'll be quiet because I'm running out. Mm-hmm. Uh, is did you perform one on yourself? Question. I I have done DNA testing. Uh, on myself, uh, as well as uh, several members of my family, uh, close relatives. My entire immediate family has done at least one DNA test and learned quite a bit about, well, our family history and uh, our ancestors and their places in the world, their origins, mm-hmm. our origins. And I think it's important to take that information and put it in context. Uh, and this goes to your first question, 
with this in terms of uh, identifying origins, uh, specifically the Native American issue and uh, the issue to which I give a lot less credence, and that is the idea of being uh, these uh, lost tribes of Israel. Mm-hmm. And so you're saying I'm not Jewish? You said I'm not Jewish then. <laughs> uh, well, I will say that you may have some uh, Jewish ancestry, but mm-hmm. it is not ancestry that comes from uh, the mythical mm-hmm. lost tribes of Israel. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is not being reflected at all in DNA tests, and mm-hmm. there isn't any documentary evidence mm-hmm. that seems to support that very unique, to put it politely, theory. <laughs> uh, the Native American ancestry angle mm-hmm. is another matter in that there are African Americans who have Native American ancestry. Mm-hmm. It came up in my uh, test. But uh, typically, African Americans have less Native American ancestry than they would expect. Wow. Okay. So, the, are, uh, are there full? So, so again, the assertions that were mixed with Jewish or uh, or Native American are there full blooded? I, mean, I don't know if, I, if that's the right word, but are there? Yeah, are there full blood black folks that aren't mixed with? Well, yes, I, we, yeah. I, we know yes, but I mean. Again, because this is your guess. I don't know. I'm trying to ask a good. I'm trying to ask a sophisticated question here. So, it's all. I don't know. Is it? Is it not all roots traced back to biracial lineages? So there are a lot of full-blooded African Americans, and and it's simply reason because they're light-skinned doesn't mean that they're mixed or biracial, right? Well, that's a challenging question because oh. one has to uh, break open and really dissect the term full-blooded African-American. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. And that gets into another one of our questions. But uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Let's get into that. Yep. So, as I mentioned earlier, African-Americans are, uh, well, that term is a relatively new term. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. A bit challenging to really put into context when we're talking about DNA, because we see people, as I mentioned earlier, who are African-American and have estimates of 100% African ancestry. And then we also see people who self-identify as African-American who have mostly European ancestry. Uh, mm-hmm. For instance, Governor Doug Wilder, as I mentioned earlier, came back with an admixture breakdown that is pretty much half European and half African. And then there are others mm-hmm. who self-identify as African-American, and their largest uh, component, mm-hmm. when we look at these ancestry results, mm-hmm. uh, is European, mm-hmm. 69, 70, mm-hmm. even 80-something percent mm-hmm. European. Yeah, but you- they all identify themselves as African-American, mm-hmm. and sometimes they have family trees where everyone in it uh, grandparents, great-grandparents, great-great, triple-great-grandparents, all self-identified or were identified on 
uh, documentary evidence as African American. Mm-hmm. And you know, like Dr. Gates, he his DNA test came back. He's fifty fifty. Really? Yes, Dr. Gates. Even though you look at him, you wouldn't think he's biracial, as that would you know be considered fifty fifty. Well, he's fair skin. Well, he's more brown skin, but. But he's not somebody you would think who's hat. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah that's and that's amazing. Yeah, that's so amazing. it is. Yeah, and so that's cool to know that there are you know full black. Uh, there were you know because yeah. you always think that the Sea Islands. You have to think about the Sea Islands, like in the Carolinas, because I have cousins that are you know branches of my family that go back to the Sea Islands, um, and those that have tested, they've been coming back 98 percent african and like two percent native so is it wrong to be called african as you just said uh shannon that that's a relatively new term african-americans we went from negro colored all mm-hmm. this right so yeah. um uh there are a lot of people that don't black folks that don't want to be identified as african-american so mm-hmm. what is african-american does that you know does that mean a black mixed with african or mm-hmm. just what is that just a new name of calling a negro yeah so basically how should we understand with these dna results who we are like as african americans that's an interesting question i i often try to emphasize that these dna test results don't define you mm-hmm. or us uh, they are a reflection of your ancestors, mm-hmm. uh, where in the world they were or could have been based on your affinity or your similarity, genetic similarity, to given reference population. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are also many uh, Europeans or European-Americans mm-hmm. Uh, who find that they have some African ancestry or Native American ancestry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but does that necessarily change how they view themselves or how others view them? Well, it depends on if we get reparations, because <laughs> no, we, we don't do call them, and all those white people will be like, oh, we're black, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've got some black mixed in me. Yeah, no, but that, that, that's, you know, that's, that's what's interesting. I mean, again, uh, especially as you say, I, I think the emphasis on the word you keep using mm-hmm. as self-identified. So yeah. um, because it's such a new relative term, mm-hmm. you know, I used to be, too, I used to say that, well, I'm not African-American, but mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I am and 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 I said. And so am I using the wrong, are we using the wrong term when we say that? Well, I think that, and this is just my opinion, and I know that it is probably unique as an opinion, that we often spend too much time trying to classify and categorize and make these divisions. Mm -hmm. Uh, whether it's based on DNA or something else. It was my hope, Mm -hmm. and it is still my hope, that DNA breaks down these divisions, breaks down these categories, and gets people to understand that we are all human, Mm -hmm. and that no one is truly pure anything, uh, and that we have much more in common uh, than we would be led to believe. I think mm-hmm. that the concepts of race, and that's a term I uh, do not like to use, mm-hmm. is generally uh, currency 
for divide and conquer politics. Mm -hmm. And that looking at this information, this genetic data, and combining it with genealogical data would hopefully uh, bring the tribalism mm -hmm. that is percolating uh, throughout the landscape globally to a halt and get people to realize that, again, uh, we need to focus on our humanity mm -hmm. as opposed to all of these different social and political constructs that divide us. Mm -hmm. Oh, I completely agree with that. So one last question here, because we have about four minutes left. Um, so what are some uh, what are some positive usages of uh, DNA in terms of like epigenetics? We, we had a guest on a few weeks ago that kind of talked about where people who have gone through trauma, it changes their DNA. Um, so that would be a negative angle. What are some positive things that are coming out of DNA testing in terms of even eugenics and then also health related um, aspects of DNA? How can it help improve um, African-Americans? How can we use DNA uh, to empower us? Certainly, one can use these results, specifically uh, test results from 23andMe, which include health reports, to take a look at what genetic markers one has and take these reports to their doctor and to genetic counselors and look at ways to counteract uh, some of these uh, genetic predispositions, look at ways to do family planning mm -hmm. uh, to address any sort of uh, genetic uh, predispositions and mm -hmm. uh, generally take this information and feel empowered uh, for changing uh, the outlook for our lives. Man. Um, so, Shannon, tell us where um, you can be found and where more information where people can uh, go on your website and find this type of information, find you or find out how they can be uh, tested. Certainly. You can reach me at Through the Trees blog, all one word, dot tumblr dot com. And I have information there that focuses on tools, tips, and tricks for using your genetic data to learn more about your genealogy and build out your family tree. Well, man, we want to wow. thank you for coming yes, on. You were you. most informative and insightful, and so I hope that you'll come back. And I think I'm going to test myself and then i'll oh, come back with results yeah. i because I, I do want to know i just you should you know, I, I just hadn't bothered to do it so we appreciate you having you on today uh shannon yes thanks, and make shannon. sure you come back please oh well thank you for having me you're welcome it's our pleasure thanks for coming on thanks all right have a good day man that well, was interesting yeah, yeah we do great. that we gotta have him back after i test and figure <laughs> out you know i gotta save a few dollars yeah. and then i'll find out how we well it's interesting because you're from texas right yes, so yes. i have a lot of matches being from the carolinas my family was always in like south carolina north carolina virginia and but we have a lot of matches in like texas alabama mississippi louisiana and then of course northern states you know african-americans and then in the caribbean too and south america um, and so it shows how connected we are to other places in the country, in this country, but in the world, and how we all could be re related and not even know it. Will you be back next week? 
I will. Well, I'll hopefully be back. <laughs> and on the post show podcast, I've got we've got more. I'll talk more about our little rats. But then we'll talk news of the day. Oh yeah, because I'm looking at uh, your boy Trump right now. What's he? What, what's going on? Oh my God, we can't even start right now. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you, Stan. Thanks for everybody listening to us. Download us today. Thanks for joining us live.